0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 105 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast, bringing you this podcast on a lovely Monday morning. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Oli Paddock. As always, spoiler alert, Um, before we jump into it, just want to remind you guys, please rate, review, and share the podcast. It's the easiest way and the best way to help us out. Uh, uh, Help us please the algorithm gods. Now, let's just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, we watched a film by Moi, Sterlinghammer. Um, and I decided, after all the heba de that we've been having lately with my movies, that it was time to watch one of the serious ones that I have in my back pocket. Now, it's still a me serious movie, so you know. They're not gonna be children just getting stomped out, but I mean, it's gonna be a teacher get his head smashing. Um, yeah, it was pretty intense. We watched the film as we teased last week, "Lean On Me." Um, Sars Morgan Freeman. It's one of those movies where teacher goes in, saves not saves the day, but like fixes the school. But I think it's one of the. M- best well done ones because it's not a mister like oh watch this white person go into a inner city school and fix it like no it's it like it sets itself well well it's like he's a teacher of the past from the same school he has history with the school and it's based on a true story like most of these movies usually are loosely based on a teacher that did something yeah um but i like the way they set this one up like he was a teacher that was fired or transferred away the school rots while he's gone he comes back redemption stories all that good stuff um,
1: but yes, mm-hmm.
0: I was like, I want to show Lee something serious. And then I like got teased. I saw a clip of this on TikTok, and I was like, Oh my God. I just like, I got reminded with the memories of watching this movie. And I was like, I have to watch this. I have to show Lee this. Um, cause I kind of forgotten about it a little bit. Cause I kept just like always being like, should I show it to him now? Should I show it to him? Nah. Should I show it to him? Nah. Um, I'm glad hey, I finally nah. did. Um, I forgot how much I love this movie. Morgan Freeman is just fantastic in it he's he's already an old man. Um, but it's just it's just Morgan Freeman and his greatness. He's just just mm-hmm. he's got his great voice going on. He's ah, ah! um Answer it. me He says that a lot.
1: God damn it.
0: Uh, before we get a little too much into it, I'm gonna. This isn't a movie. It's been a while actually since I've owned the movie on DVD before recording or watching the podcast for the podcast. Because a lot some of the movies that I didn't have before, I bought afterwards. Um, but I always like to own the movie uh, as often as I can beforehand, so I can read the super duper fun DVD blurbs because they're always just ridiculous, even for movies like this. A knockout story of courage, guts, and action. Pat Call- Collins. Who the fuck? TV.
1: <laughs> like,
0: who the fuck are you? Who are you?
1: Local. They always get like, like, look
0: at this is good review we got. A true story about a real hero from the director of Karate Kid and, the Rock- and Rocky. I thought Sylvester Stallone was the director of Rocky. He wrote he was Rocky. Ra- ra- but he then he, and he also directed...
1: But later on, uh, for the other movies in the series, he uh, directed, I think, Rockies 2 through 4. And then the director of this movie, John G. Avil- Avildsen, who directed the first Rocky movie, directed the fifth Rocky movie, Rocky 5. And then Sylvester Stallone came back for Rocky Balboa, mm. the sixth one.
0: A lot of Rockies. Um and even gets a reference to this, um. But yes, a little bit. let's do this real quick. "Lean on Me" is a true story of high school principal Joe Clark, who armed himself with a bullhorn and Louis- Louisville Slugger and slammed the door on losers at East Side High in Patterson, New Jersey. Brought in to save the school, he chained the doors to keep the troublemakers out and strived. And strivers in some parents and teachers fought him, but many kids loved him. He turned the school around, and his achievement became a national triumph. Morgan Freeman electrifies as Clark in an extra- extraordinary performance as an extraordinary man. Director John G. Alvidson ensures that "Lean on Me" like his Rocky and the Karate Kid is a rousing, crowd-pleasing entertainment.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that blurb. It's a good description of it.
0: Real quick, uh, before I forget, do you ever see the movie with Samuel Jackson where he's a basketball coach?
1: Coach Carter. Yeah. Yes, I've seen Coach Carter.
0: It's a good movie. It's All right. A decent movie. Oh, on the episode here, guys. Sorry. Bye. No, these always gotta see the movies and ruin it for me. But that I'm was a good sorry movie. I like that movie. I watch Channing Tatum. Shout out, young of... Channing Tatum. Yes. Two thousand five Channing Tatum. Right before
1: Step Up, I think.
0: Probably a little bit of like what like showed like hey look I'm a white boy from the ghetto, I can play that.
1: I can act, I can carry a movie.
0: Well, I mean he didn't, He wasn't the main character in. I know, but I, t- he, I don't know whatever. Lee's just being you know. offensive because he hates Johnny Cash. Um, what? <laughs> just trying to keep Lee on his toes, everybody. You
1: really are.
0: Um, this movie is a random ass movie for me to see. It is and isn't at the same time.
1: Yeah. It's
0: not very weird. I saw this, but it's weird situation. How I came to saw this movie. This isn't a movie that I watched in my like great movie watching time. Um, in my early le- or late teens, early twenties. It's not, it's something I actually watched in high school when I had at most like a dozen DVDs and I just rewatched the same ones over. I, you know, I don't know how many times I've watched Zombieland. Um, and lean on me. I've actually watched this movie quite a few times. Um, in high school, my mom's friend like was just like needing to get rid of a bunch. It was like cleaning house and got rid of a bunch of DVDs. She got this bag of DVDs, there weren't kid DVDs, um, or like like or like a, a DVD movies you'd usually like. Like I have Capote now, and I'm like I'm never gonna watch <laughs> fucking Capote unless Lee shows it to me or some bullshit. Never seen it. Um, but this was when it. And it was just I knew Morgan Freeman and I did I had up to that point seen like the How do I reach these kids movie? Um the like the one that sparked a lot, a lot of these movies, the Mexican one with the really hard working teacher. With Edward James. Yes. Yeah. Uh the one that South Park parodies, the how do I reach these kids? Oh, uh, that movie's really good. You've seen that movie?
1: No, actually. What I God, fuck?
0: All right, well, add to the list. That's a great movie. Um but I had seen that. I had seen. Uh, there's one with Matthew Perry. You ever seen that?
1: I know. That, yeah, there's a movie where he plays like a
0: a teacher in like a a, a an inner a school in the inner city.
1: No, I don't think I've ever watched it.
0: Have so, you ever seen the one? Um, you know the who's the actress who plays Million Dollar Baby? Oh, Hillary Swank, Freedom Writers. Yeah, have you seen that one? No. Damn, you haven't seen, like, any of these movies. Have you ever seen any movie where, like, a teacher's like,
1: I gotta say this, geese?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say that a lot, just get used to it. Uh,
1: trying to think.
0: It's definitely not, seems like, because it's a heartwarming genre, so I don't feel like you'd be very...
1: I'm sure there's movies that are, like, like it.
0: You'd like it if, like, oh, the teacher was actually a serial killer or something. No. No. <laughs> he was actually evil, and he was a drug dealer.
1: No. Oh. Using I just the kids. I don't know these movies just, these are the types of movies that I just I don't like seek out but I don't have any like anything against them hmm.
0: okay okay I just I, I'm the Hilary Swank one and the Matthew Perry one um I'm not surprised by this one I could see how this one would slip under your radar um but the 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 How Do I Reach These Keys that one's kind of like a classic movie
1: what is the title of that movie I don't even remember <sighs>
0: Fuck. It has that famous actor who plays the young Cholo in it. The famous Mexican actor. I know
1: it's Edward James Olmos who who plays the teacher. Yeah.
0: Stand and Deliver. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's a, that's a, okay. Well, that's going to be a future movie. I'm going to show, I'm going to show you all three of those movies actually. Um, but yes, I, I liked those movies. So I was like, Oh, it's Morgan Freeman in about a school. And I was like, oh, I'll just watch it. I think I was just so bored during high school. There was big moments where we wouldn't have any internet. So I was just like fucking watching anything. That's how I watched Vagaband and all that bullshit, <laughs> I which I like that movie, bands. but that movie is pretty boring, honestly. It's a it's a good it's fine movie but it's like it's like 2 hours and you're like oh my god it's about golf. <laughs> um and it's like not even really about golf. You're like oh geez, even
1: more boring. And like Will Smith's character isn't isn't real, right? Like I don't a, even remember. I think you no, know, he's real. He's just not the golfer. Or
0: he is. I don't remember. It was so boring. I'll show it to you one day I maybe. Like a ghost or something. I no. Um I'll show it to you one day um but it'll be when, like, I'm out. Like, I got no movies left to show you. <laughs> I don't have any new movies I've watched recently or something. Or maybe I maybe one day just, like, I got to show you this. But I don't know. I don't really want to waste a movie on that. Uh, we might just watch that independently. Uh, so you can see what it is. Because it's not really a BMI movie either. I, didn't, I Or like, a guilty
1: pleasure movie.
0: No, no. Because, like, a guilty pleasure Like implies that I really like it. Like a bagger band was
1: like, Oh, like it'd just be like, that it's was two hours, yeah, like, eh. <laughs> it's a movie I've watched Will Smith's
0: in it, and he's Will Smith of like the late nineties, early two thousands, like
1: when people liked him
0: people are, he's coming back, but he's just at war with Chris Rock now, which is kind of funny,
1: <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so I watched this one time randomly. I fucking fell in love with it. It's uh, I'm a sucker for these kind of films. Sucker for heartwarming stories like this. Uh, this is a quote machine movie just because of Morgan Freeman. Anything with Morgan Freeman is going to be have great di- like delivery of dialogue and stuff.
1: Um, yeah, he's really good in this movie.
0: Yeah, this movie I think is really well acted. Out of all like uh, I'll ask this every time we watch one of these movies, like update a little list, but like since I've seen all the movies this is the first one you see this is obviously your number one because you haven't seen any of the other ones but this yeah. this this and stand and deliver are pretty tied for number one in that kind of genre of like school movie like let's fix this bad school or bad class or whatever yeah um this one's a little more because it's on a grander scale with the fact that he's fixing a whole high school and usually it's focusing on one teacher doing one really class one
1: class yeah um
0: so it's a little more impressive with this one. Like, yeah. uh, it, uh, the Matthew Perry one is a uh, straight to T V movie. Unless it had oh. a unless it had a theater re- re- release and it was just minor's fuck and I don't remember it. But I remember watching, I'm pretty sure it was like a TNT original or something. Yeah, um, I think I know what you're talking about. I remember about. watching it on it TNT. Like,
1: I think I might have Watched it. Dream. A long time
0: Freedom ago. Writers is was a was in theaters, but like it's not like a super, super duper popular movie. It was like it came out during Hillary Swank's like time in Hollywood, so like it was popular enough for her.
1: Yeah, just a few she, years people after people saw it just for her. A Few years after she won the Oscar for a million dollar for a million, million dollar which million. I've seen. I haven't seen it actually.
0: It's really boring. Um, oh, and it just uh. Um, <laughs> I guess you don't know that name. Um, well, I I do now. No, you don't. We gave you nothing by going. Oh, <laughs> I don't know She. Yeah, well, then you I, already knew. I don't because you've seen it like parodied on like Family Guy or something. Um, it's a va- it's a famous scene. Whatever. Not talking about that movie right now. Um, it's a bad movie. No, it's not a bad movie. Okay, not... uh, <laughs> this is would go <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> once Cle would hits like Grand Torino age he says this is every movie. It's just growling I anger design I'm not racist but I don't really like them when they're my neighbors <laughs> <laughs> like, like, okay <laughs> talk to your empty chair um, yeah <laughs> uh, uh So I guess we should talk a little bit like what this, I mean, I'm just kind of lost for a second. It kind of distracted me. Um, I guess we
1: Freeman was in that movie, wasn't he? Million dollar baby.
0: Oh God. I thought you meant Grand Trino. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's not a
1: Filipino person
0: (laughs) or whatever that like small community from like Vietnam was. (laughs) (laughs) weird. A uh, million dollar maybe. I don't. Remember. I they saw were, that movie. I think they were
1: Korean. Probably.
0: I saw that movie back in the day when movie or when rental places were still a thing, and it was a movie my mom rented. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, how, as a kid, you'd go and the parents would get one, the kid would get one. If you have siblings, each sibling get one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it was one of those. My mom and then you had to watch it. Like everyone watched all the movies together. Like you didn't just, yeah. t- unless you wanted to rewatch it before it got returned, and then you could watch it by yourself. But usually, at least I like with my mom and me, like we, I would watch her movie and she'd watch my movie. Um, yeah. And then we'd usually get like a movie we'd pick together, like something that was like popular that came out. Right. Um.
1: Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Video stores. Oh God, that's so fun! I feel like those could come back a little bit,
0: like not maybe major chains, but I mean like. You're seeing like 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 uh like uh, figurine shops come up, like the pop shop and stuff like the, the, the pop like the the pop figurine shop that's in the mall now. There's literally a bookstore in Palm, downtown Palm Springs. It's possible. You'll see how long it stays open, but I don't know, I feel like I'm not saying like a chain could come back. But I think you could open like I've seen like record stores. There's a high end record store downtown. I think you're just having a little bit more of a market for that. I mean, we sell like pretty good amount of vinyls and stuff too nowadays i think you're just having kind of like a retro i mean obviously you've had that for
1: like decades now so are you saying like vhs
0: no i think i mean you could like if you ran if you had like a rental uh store you could probably have like oh this is our vhs section but you would probably do mostly dvds blu-rays but like yeah i don't know i think it'd be kind of cool or at the very least like maybe if it wasn't rental like a place selling dvds and blu-rays and CDs and vinyls and stuff like one of those coming back like a record alley or like a son, but an independent, Sun- but an, yeah, but independent, like a mom and pop one. I don't think you could ever get a chain coming back, but, uh, or if it was a chain, it'd be a chain that only operated in major cities. Right. Um, so let's say, let's just say what this movie is. All right. So Morgan Freeman plays this teacher who's in the sixties and he's very into civil rights and very progressive. And he, he, he's just giving off those vibes in the beginning of this movie. He's just like, he's just, he's the teacher. He's the teacher every kid wants in the school. He's the teacher all the other teachers hate because they make him, he, he makes them look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so the movie opens up with his friend coming and telling him like, hey, the other teachers are selling us out. <laughs> like we gotta go like he's like we gotta go like do, co- confront them but be calm about it like, like don't blow up like you always do that's how you get yourself in trouble and he, morgan freeman's is very like hot tempered like he was in the hippie movement but like the actual one that meant for good change not just to do drugs and die um yeah, yeah. and party uh so then he like busts in he's like you're selling us out like so, so basically what the other teachers are like they basically sell. It was like if I think it was like a more independently like ran, Like it was a school ran by the teachers, kinda. And then they ran. They sold themselves out for a paying. They sold the school out for a pay increase, which gave the city more control, the government more control, the 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 curriculum and what they could teach and what the, what, what 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 the teachers could do, which uh, Morgan Freeman would uh, disagree upon. So. To get over it, they, they transfer him to, like, a, an elementary school where he, he's, like, the principal, but, like, it's, like, in a good air, part of town, a good neighborhood. You're never going to shine in a spot like that. You're like, you're going to do a good job, but you're never going to be able to shine and get out of there. Yeah. It's kind of a way to, like... Uh, uh, um, keep him quiet. Keep him quiet, but, like, not waste it as, like, a, a resource. Um, And it flashes to 20 years later. Obviously whatever the state was pushing was like some bullshit of the city. And yes, his and the school goes apart. to complete dirt. The teachers lose control. There's graffiti everywhere. Probably the neighborhood changed from like middle class to more lower class. So you're just having gang violence and all these things come in and it's just, the movie starts off and a girl gets like her shirt ripped off and like she's yeah, thrown into a crowd really and disturbing. the teachers are trying to protect her, but like the kids are like still harassing This it's just, and one teacher tries to break up a fight. He gets his head smashed in uh, pretty graphically. Yeah. It's just like boom, surprisingly boom, boom smashed. And there's a um, the
1: kid who gets thrown in the locker and then he's- Yeah, he's crying for help, and no one, no one comes. and it's this
0: slow pan away to show yeah. like just how- shit the school is like he's screaming for help and no one's coming to help yeah. like security guard slowly yeah. walks like down the hall
1: like doesn't do anything just looking at work. like a
0: notebook or something not even times a cell phones. like you just gotta distract yourself with your own mind to ignore that like <laughs> to ignore a child screaming um yeah it's actually kind of disturbing and then because of all this the school's obviously testing really low and um the state testing. So the state is threatening if they, they, they don't get their scores up in one year, the state's going to come in and take over, which basically means they are just going to come in and fucking fire all the teachers, bring in new teachers, purge everything and just run it like a military, like a, like a government ran like prison basically. So like kids aren't going to still be, it's still not going to be good for the kids. There's not, might, there might not be violence, but there's going to be like police officers in the like the hallways. Um, so their last option is the, the guys uh, Morgan Freeman's friend from the beginning of the movie has now worked his way up in the city to be the superintendent of all the schools in the district. So he suggests and uses his power with the mayor to get Morgan Freeman hired back. Uh, to fix this school because Morgan Freeman's the only kind of person that could
1: have this like can whip everybody into
0: shape. Yeah, and not care what people think about him. So he's not going to care who he pisses off to do it. And this kind of job to fix do this in one year is going to take someone who doesn't care who they like upset or like. Uh, he
1: really make feel bad. He really does not give a fuck.
0: No, and he sets a tone immediately as he comes in when he expels. Uh, like 50 plus students because they're the drug dealers, the, the gang members, the drug users, the just absolute trash to the school, which are disrupt, like, which set off all the other students into the bad patterns, even uh-huh. if the other students wanted to do right. You can't do that when there's like, a,
1: like, a, yeah, all these fucking like hundreds
0: things. of students who are just terrible. Yeah. Um, and like, and it's a great opening scene with the teachers. Like this one guy, hi, Mr. Clark. We just on the behalf of the faculty here, we just wanted to welcome you. We created a <laughs> community and blah, blah. And Morgan Freeman's like, shut the fuck. Like basically he's like, shut up, sit down. And like, he just lays into them. Like, just like you he's like, your kids can't read. They can't write. Like there's graffiti. There's no control. People are being stabbed. Um, it's embarrassing And he basically just lays down a law, Saying like this is no longer democracy This is This is Dictatorship What I say goes He brings in new security But like Fucking yeah, like yeah. Like 30 security guards Like high end security guards On top of the like Four shitty ones they had Um
1: Candyman Yes Candyman uh, The Tony, actor Tony Todd uh, Is the
0: head of security now He's this big intimidating guy behind him Um And <laughs> uh Morgan Freeman when he after he declares the rules and stuff says I'm leaving and like when he says he's the I can't say it he's the head blank in charge you fill in that blank mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's funny because he just says like the acronym and then like the big fat white guys like what is n i b a d a mean what does that mean and she's like head in charge and he's like,
1: oh, this guy's
0: just always like a little bit of a punching bag in this movie for Morgan Freeman's <laughs> character. A little but he's bit, he's a little bit of a doofus. Um, it's the big,
1: goofy, fat guy,
0: but he's still He's one of the teachers that cares. Um, yes, so basically, just sets off fixing the school. He has the kids on detention repainting the halls. They're, uh, fixing up the lockers, fixing up any broken windows. There's no more smoking in school. There's no more, uh, kids can't assault their teachers. They can't, they have to know the, the The school, school, school song on like command, uh, English and Spanish. Um, but, uh, one of the students that he kicks out is this little fat 14 year old crackhead. (laughs) <laughs> who yeah. comes back the next morning and is like, please, Mr. Clark, you can't kick me out. Like, I can't go home and face my mom. She's going to, like, just just kick me out or beat me. Or just, like, is this going to crush her? Yeah. And, like, Morgan Freeman leads him up to the roof and is like, why don't you jump? Why don't you jump? Because he's basically showing, like, if you do crack, like, this, is, you're either going to die. If you choose to do crack, you die. If you don't choose to do crack, you live. And you, you got to choose education. It's like, education or crack. And he, like, kind of just, like, bullies this kid a little bit, but, like, constructive bullying uh, into being a better person because he's just all sloppy and fl- sl- just lazy. He's addicted to crack. Yeah. They <laughs> don't really address the addiction part, but he just quits it. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he was only 14, so I'm assuming he only did it like a handful of times. Yeah. Like, probably when he started high school. Um yeah. So it's not as hard to, like, kick. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You meet one of his former students back when his elementary school days. Oh yeah. Uh she's living with her mom. She's not doing too well. She's that character. Well, she's
1: you know, she's smart. She's yeah. well in school driven. But, but her home life is not
0: great. Yeah, it's hard with a single mom who seem who is recently addicted to drugs and is getting herself clean and but loves her daughter and
1: you but know it doesn't it's, want her daughter to see her the way that she is yeah like cause so getting she's better so like, get out,
0: yeah and Morgan Freeman's character helps get her back in and get the mom a job and just goes to show like this is a, like like just Morgan Freeman's character just like, cares about these things like his whole life he lost his wife, he lost everything like he just cares about teaching, even when he was uh elementary school principal, he was probably like the best principal that school ever had, yeah, um for twenty years <laughs> probably- um
1: they were probably really upset when he left. I would be like, oh, especially if
0: you were the like parent that was about to get him. I mean, your kid was about to join, and you like joined that school just to get him. Um. And uh, and one of the parents of uh, every movie's got to have a villain. Um, and this movie's villain is this mother who's basically like the predecessor of uh, a Karen. Yeah. Like, her kid is one of the kids that got expelled in the beginning for being a pile of shit. But, like, it's never, like, she just, imi- like, she never, like. But you never see that kid. Which, ki- like, which goes to show, because the mom didn't care before.
1: Right, So yeah. even
0: when she's pretending, she's only caring because now people are going, like, you're really good, you're g- a good person for caring about your kid. And then meanwhile, her kid's just, like, sitting off doing crack somewhere. Or, like, still, she's still not at home taking care of her kid. Yeah. She's now just campaigning what and think she's helping him. Um, I kind of wish she would have a little more redemption, but just, for, but if it's based off a true story, maybe there
1: just wasn't, I maybe she just faded. Probably we're just like, yeah, you know, we got to have a, an antagonist character and she's the closest thing. So they probably, well, just-
0: it makes sense. that like a parent would be like the parent, like one parent would unite some of the parents against him. Cause like you can't just expel hundreds of students and not have any of the parents care. Well, yeah, obviously. Even if they weren't paying attention to that point, they're going to start paying attention now. Um, that
1: actress, by the way, is the same actress from The Warriors. Yes, uh, Lee was, was very
0: surprised when he saw her. Who was
1: the radio DJ.
0: The whole beginning of this movie, I, Lee, I, I just for the first 10 minutes, I just hear Lee like, Oh, look oh, oh, that guy's name." Oh,
1: is that guy's Mike Starr is in this, too.
0: Yeah, when he saw The
1: Candyman, he was like, huh? Yeah, because it's like, oh, there's Candyman? Oh, it's Mike Starr. Oh, my God. This is a star-studded affair.
0: Yeah, it's 1989, so it's, like, right on the cusp of a lot of those actors starts. hmm hmm mm-hmm. um, So she's, like, the whole movie, she's leading kind of, like, a campaign against him while he's fighting against this clock of, like, the test is coming, got to get the students better, but also not just for this test, like, get them ready for life, like, he he creates tons of clubs and gets the he he fixes the football team so they can actually win and bring some pride to the school. Cause even if sports are stupid, like if you have a st a team that sucks, like it's gonna like do more harm than a team that's good or Yo. at least halfway decent. Yeah. Um yeah. Um there's
1: this Yeah. I feel like this is another movie where there's not a lot to say about it.
0: Because yeah, it's very linear really? story. You kind of you know what's gonna happen. He's gonna fix the school, um, but yeah. you're just kind of on the journey of like him doing it. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's and you fine. just get to see Morgan Freeman's great,
1: it's okay performance it's and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's a school. You don't want to see. Like, you want to see a bunch of kids get like killed or some shit. You can watch a different movie for that.
1: Corn. Yeah. Children what? of the Corn Seven. Ooh. <laughs> there was recently a remake.
0: Yeah. People are like, "Oh my god, terrible." Mm-hmm. Um the movie ends with uh the Mr. Clark had started locking up the chaining up the doors because they didn't have like the nice doors that would make sound when someone would open them up, which I think all schools are mandatory to have now because of school shooters. Um yep. and doors that lock from the outside <clears throat> or from the inside, I mean. Excuse me. Lee is an animal um, so he chains him up, which and the the mother starts using his ammunition to get him fired. He pisses off the fire marshal because the fire marshal is just like this racist white guy that's like can't believe like a black guy is like standing up to him. yeah, um, but eventually they catch him. he gets arrested. Uh, all the like the woman's like I finally win and she's all like they're doing a like a, a vote on the at the school board to like oust him, uh, but while they're doing that, all twenty seven hundred students show up at the courthouse where he's being jailed and they're having the meeting, or uh, city hall or whatever, and start like just chanting like live free Mister Clark free Mister Clark Mister and, and Morgan Freeman's character's just sitting in jail like <laughs> he's smiling yeah. Like, I raised some good kids. Um And, like, and then the mayor comes down and asks Morgan Freeman, like, hey, man, come on, help us. Like, if you don't, like, the police are going to move in and this in. is going to yeah. look bad. It's going to look bad for me. But most importantly, like, your kids are the ones who are going to get hurt. Like, who cares if I lose the election if your kids are the ones who get hurt? Um Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, because he would definitely lose the election and he knows it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not going to look good with your police beating children, <laughs> even mm-hmm. if they're writing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he comes out, he's able to calm down the kids. Oh no, he's actually he's actually not able to calm the kids down. The like, because he tells them to go. He's like, "Thank you for coming here. I'm like, practicing civic duty, but like, yeah, I respect the law. It's time to go home." So they start chanting like, "No fuck, like not fuck you, but like no, 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 like free Yeah, free and that's when his vice principal comes and gives him the results of the the state exam, and that's when Morgan Freeman's character is able to proudly announce that he can tell the state to go kiss his ass. Um because they they, they passed. passed they passed, uh, Morgan Freeman was successful, and the mother just completely gets deflated. She loses her whole argument. Her whole argument was that they failed the practice exam, so there's no way he'll be able to get the kids to pass this one. He does. He smashes on him, um, and the movie ends Death with him triumphantly walking freeze framed
1: <laughs> into, the, into yeah. the crowd.
0: Just eighties nice. free. This movie is. 80s so 80s it's so 80s there's just 80s montages there's 80s 80s hallway running scenes there's 80s freeze frame there's 80s like crass humor and like just scenes of like isn't that supposed to be a high school girl just got her shirt ripped off like this is pretty graphic brutal violence just yeah for a PG-13 movie you you got but you still got the classic one fuck um he says that the crack fat kid, cracky, cracky, fatty kid. Did he? Yeah. In the beginning, he was like, you just want to fuck her live up.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. just the
0: one. It's quick. Up, runoff. off the PG-13. You always got to have an yeah, F Gotta get the
1: one F bomb in there.
0: Um, yeah, man, it's a quick little rundown of that fucking bullshit. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a, uh, I'm just kidding. Let's get into a little, uh, some trivia for this movie. I have some trivia. Lee. Ooh. Um,
1: Trivial. Trivial
0: for Sterling. Oh, that's funny. The real-life Joe Clark resigned as principal of East High, Eastside High School shortly after the film was released. Around the time the film debuted, he was suspended by the school board for one week. After scheduling an assembly in which dancers stripped down to their G-strings, Clark said he hadn't known about it in advance. Ironically, the man who... Mo- who suspended him was Dr. Frank Napier. After Clark left Eastside, he became an author and motivational speaker. In 1995, he was hired to run a juvenile detention center in Newark, New Jersey, a position he held until he resigned in 2002. During this time, his time there, he once again came under fire for his controversial methods. <laughs> That's funny. Real life people. Uh, Morgan Freeman spent time with the real life George Clark to capture his mannerisms Joe. and sayings. I said Joe Clark.
1: You said George. No, I said George.
0: Oh, I said it. In. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mix of what I'm saying. It's weird. Um Real life students and teachers from East Side appeared as extras in the film. That makes sense. Save money. Yeah. Um probably didn't even have to pay. The real George Clark passed away in December twenty ninth. God damn it. Joe uh passed away in December twenty ninth, right before No, no, he was at the end of COVID, twenty twenty. Oh, that's sad, he probably died alone.
1: That's, wow, that's, I don't know. I don't
0: know if be died alone, but like, it just everyone was kind of lonely during that time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although Regina Taylor plays the mother of Karen Malina White in real life, she's only five years older. She did look pretty young, but I guess they were going for that.
1: Well, yeah, she said she had her when she was only like yeah, but you would only be five and yeah, 15. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, stupid. In
0: the auditorium scene when Morgan Freeman's character expels the students on stage, a young Michael
1: Imper- is, yeah, Imperioli who fuck is that? He's the guy who eventually be on The Sopranos, who plays Christopher. We saw him, though, in a movie that I showed you, Goodfellas.
0: What, who did he play in that?
1: He was the one who gets, who gets shot in the foot at first, and then he comes back, like, he's the kid who's, like... Oh, right that kid, yeah. Like, gives him And Joe drinks. Pesci kills him, and everyone gets mad yeah, at Joe Pesci. Yeah, he tells him like. to go fuck himself. But, yeah, Joe, Joe Even though Pesci Joe Pesci shouldn't. told him
0: to tell him to say that? I was very happy when Joe Pesci died in that movie. Because, um, <laughs> like, it was good. It was a good death because he got to feel utter despair right before he died. Um, like, oh, everything you, meant, everything you tried for meant for nothing, and now you die in a fucking gutter. Um... A young Tay Diggs is also seen on the in the audience. Wow, who that who's that?
1: Where have you seen Tay Diggs? Let me see a picture. Uh, probably a uh, Malibu's necks. Most Wanted.
0: Oh yes, yes. Oh, that's crazy. He Must have been really young because yeah, I really didn't see him. I
1: didn't recognize him at all.
0: Makes sense. It was so chaotic in that scene.
1: Yeah, it was a chaotic scene. It was. Supposed to be. But, I, yeah, I kind of recognized Michael Imperioli right off the bat. Yeah, you yelled at like, oh me. It's Christopher. It's Christopher. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh, Michelle Lee and Karen Melina white worked together on The Cosby Show.
1: I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those mm-hmm. are actresses. This I is guess. Cara
0: Molina's wa- Cara Melina White's debut, Karina Arovia's Auro- debut, Delilah Cota's review. This is a debut. This is a debut for a lot of people.
1: Honestly, I've never heard of any of those people. <laughs> that's offensive.
0: You're a piece of shit. I am. <laughs> See, that's how Lee wins. Yep. Huh. So thought there'd be more tribute, trivia since this was a li- real-life story. Maybe the jo- real Joe well, Clark wasn't that good of a person.
1: <laughs> well, I also think that, I don't know. It's an old movie. It's and 1989. Is, it's a little obscure.
0: It wasn't like a huge hit or anything. And I think it's just trivia oh, mostly
1: about the movie, not about the actual Boo. event. Because this is the Internet Movie Database. Not the internet true life story database. (laughs)
0: Lee's making some comedic joke. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Lee gets pissed off because he is Joe Clark.
1: I'm the reincarnation of him. Even though he was alive when I was born.
0: (laughs) I'm looking at these quotes.
1: There's a lot. There's like lots of monologues. Big oh, here's the the
0: end one, Mr. Major. The correct quote, Mr. Major, Mayor, on behalf of myself and the on behalf of the students of Eastside High, you can tell the state to go to hell. Mm. Oh, Lee, like this one. They used to call me Crazy Joe. Well, now they can call me Batman.
1: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> this would have been right around that the that release of that funny. one, right? The Tim Burton Batman one? movie.
1: Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. This also came out the same year that Morgan Freeman did Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Ever seen that movie?
0: Yes, that's a cute movie. Hey, son, put something in your head, not on it. Have you seen the one where Nicolas Cage is the Secret Service agent to the former president's wife?
1: What movie is that?
0: So I'm guessing no. No, I guess I have That's awesome. Dope. Going to show you that. Joe, uh, not Joe Pesci. Um, what's one of the first movies you showed me? The one where they have with the Quentin, Tar- Quentin Tarantino's first movie? Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, who's the Joe, the guy who's in Adam Sandler movies? Fire Steve Fo- Buscemi? Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Um, he's in it. No, he's not. <laughs> I am completely just here.
1: No, I'm not. Cause Steve I'm not thinking of... is nu- and Nicholas King. Yes, I know that he's movie. in that, but I'm not thinking of that.
0: I was thinking of a different actor and then I as I said it, like I was like, that's not him. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not him. Is it's it's just like a little bit of a weird looking dude. That's the only reason I said that.
1: <laughs> um You think all weird looking dudes look the same. Basically. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is a fucked up fucking one of the quotes. I remember that was just fucked up. The lawyer said a joke to the superintendent guy. Like, I thought you guys, I thought your people, I thought you people, I thought your people didn't like chains. Oh yeah. It was, was like, like what like, the fuck? Uh, like, it was out of nowhere when like the lawyer was just, you were like, Oh, it was just the city lawyer. And he was, he was on kind of the side of the superintendent, like in the arguments against it with the mayor. And then out of nowhere, he just says this like really this fucked up really, joke like, like, for no huh? reason
1: <laughs> and then like
0: continues to like help them out and be an informant for them kind of like against the mayor and then still makes off color jokes until they stare him down and he's like oh oh is great," <laughs> <laughs> and of course his name was Rosenberg but we'll move past that uh, but this is kind of fucked up for Joe Clark to say yeah let's move past for his that drug dealer joke get this disgrace to his race
1: out of here Wait, when he was kicking the drug dealer out, oh yeah, yeah when when that guy broke back in or? and he was beating up the like the like the funny the, the like Latino hey, come guy. Out, man. yeah, the one who
0: dressed i really I'm just nice. not gonna be able to make it here man i'm going i'm not I'm not dropping out, but you know, I'm moving on, oh, I like this this is a it's good like, one you're,
1: you're not gonna last a year out there,
0: boy, yeah, you could be dead within the year. This was a good line uh, after the fire chief was turned away the first time. You know what he's saying right now? Black bastard can't throw me out. You know where he's saying it? Out in the parking lot. <laughs> 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 and it's so true. You just know he's just a ra- he's just going to race his ass tire t- rant like rant about fucking black people in the fucking truck that he's in or the car or whatever.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah
0: here you'll be dead in a year son hear what I'm saying you'll be dead in a year oh he was leaving school to work for a crime scene? I guess that's what it was kind of alluded to he was going to the streets yeah and that's kind of why I think the drug dealer was like beating him up cause he was so like, like coming in on his territory yeah 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 he will be dead within a year probably or in jail. No dead. <laughs> Mr. Mayor. it seems that Mr. Clock's students have assembled outside in an exercise of their First Amendment rights. How many? It looks like all, all of them. them. All of them? You haven't seen that Tom Cruise movie either where he's in the uh, trapped in the airport, right? Not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks.
1: Oh, uh, the terminal? Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces of it. It's a Spielberg movie, I know that. That's surprising. You haven't
0: seen the whole thing if it's a Spielberg movie.
1: I was, the more I saw it, was kind of like boring.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if I can say this one, but I'm going to go for it. The gospel chorus is for the blacks, football for the blacks, basketball blacks. Look at me. I'm sure. Can I play basketball? No. The point is you're ignoring us and we're getting really ticked off. You know, with the mouth like yours, you ought to study law. Really? Really. They're Mexicans. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. That's why they're like getting mad about it. But what about the white kids?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, he shouts
0: out the white kids. In one scene. Goes to show, like, the blacks and, like, the Latino students, like, hey, guys, like, we're all here. Like, it's not, like, us versus them. It's, it, I mean, if and if it is, it's the poor and middle class versus the rich. Like, let's not let these these guys tell you, like, oh, these white people have, are better than you just because just they're white. It's like, no, they're poor and they're here for no choice, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a choice, they would have left us like the rest of the whites. <laughs> exactly. Um, this movie was a moderate little success. It had a budget of $10 million, kind of high for fucking 1989 for a movie like this. Probably mostly paying for Morgan Freeman. I don't know. was do he... that big of a star. No, yet. no, I guess not. I mean, he was, he'd been acting forever. He was, but, uh,
1: he started off um, on a kid show in the 1970s called the electric company.
0: <laughs> That's funny. And then I remember seeing him as like a
1: video, like DJ, radio DJ. Right?
0: No, I think he was like on the TV. He was like, he was, I don't know, he was doing something in like the 70s. He was like, That's Morgan Freeman?
1: <laughs> he had a fro and everything. Mm mm
0: hmm, mm But this movie made 31 million. So, you know, a little moderate success. Pretty actually successful if you think about it. 10 million to 31, and then like, ju- like, yeah. Adjusted for like inflation. Probably made like over like $50 million or something. I don't know, I'm stupid, so that's probably not right at all. But
1: you have to take in marketing. You and know, it's marketing. more
0: than the stuff. I mean, the marketing back then would have been like just put up a couple commercials. Marketing is so much more advanced now. Is it? Like I don't know. Yeah, like, that's a lot how of it's movies like.
1: Movies that just kind of slip under the radar. Well, now. because there's just too
0: much movies. Too many. Too many, but like for movies, they actually want to promote. Like they have, like they're pretty got it down to a science on how to do it. You're gonna get like bus you're going to get posters, everywhere. you're going to get commercials, you're going to get TV ads, you're going to get podcasts to promote. You're going to get you're going to get Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and <sighs> But uh-huh. I think it's time for Lee's favorite time of the podcast. Questions. Questions? Questions for Lee.
1: For me? For Lee. We're going to Lean on me
0: with questions. And we're going to stick a, sn- a snook up our pussy. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yes, stick are. a snook up my snatch. Um. <laughs> that was a good South Park episode. Um. Well, Lee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I already, I was going to ask you if you had seen any of the other ones, but I guess that's already answered.
1: No, I haven't.
0: He has strong opinion about schools. <laughs> he's, he's pro school shooter. Um, what? <laughs> depopulation. He's a globalist.
1: That's not what globalism is, you fucker. <laughs> I don't know. You Alex f- Jones.
0: Fucker. Alex Jones said they're turning the frogs
1: gay. Um, yeah, you're next. I mean, you should always listen to him. He knows everything. He might. Not. <laughs> Huh. You don't really have any questions for me,
0: do ya? It's easier to ask questions for your movies. Obviously. Well, I mean, I can just ask you. I'll ask you the good ones, the good old faithfuls. Lee, what was your favorite part or favorite thing of this movie?
1: Okay. Uh. Well, I would definitely say, like Morgan Freeman. Pretty much carries this
0: movie On his back um, Cause he's like 90% of the lines
1: Yeah he's He's only, he's like in almost Every scene I don't think there's like He is the movie There's barely any scenes it Makes like sense Alan. with
0: like A like, like semi-biopic
1: Yeah I mean yeah you Can't have story. a bunch of
0: Subplots with
1: random characters but, Like
0: who the fuck Are these people
1: I mean yeah But still Like You know Some people You know Can't carry a movie But he can
0: No more, yeah Morgan Freeman has that Ability definitely. He's one of the best. Um, Would you say this is one of your uh, the best performances you've seen from him, or was it just a really good Morgan Freeman performance?
1: I mean, it's pretty early to really say if it's like one of the best, but yeah, it is a definitely a really good performance in a career of many great performances.
0: Okay. What's your favorite Morgan uh, Freeman movie or performance? Oh man, that's
1: that's a hard one. I mean, he's he's given so many great performances. He was God in Bruce Almighty. Yes. Uh, The Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Seven. Um. What else? Oh, uh, Glory! Have you ever seen Glory? The Civil War movie. Yes, yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. He's really really good in that one. Um, he's good in Red.
1: Wow. In Red
0: too. Sure. Rude.
1: Um. Oh, uh, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. He plays. Oh yeah. Lucius Fox.
0: He's really good in those. Uh, and. Damn it just slipped It's gone Damn There's another movie he's <laughs> That I like that he's in uh, I love Morgan Freeman I think most of our generation does Because of that voice
1: Yeah March of the Penguins He's the narrator of that documentary He's just got a beautiful
0: narration voice mm-hmm. Um. Alright what's your biggest complaint Kind of interested to hear this
1: um, I mean, there's definitely some like some corniness.
0: It was uh, a little cornier
1: than I remember, like the the montages.
0: But I think that's like the eightiesness of it.
1: So yeah, especially it's, the eighties music. So yeah, it's dated. a yeah. little bit. Very, very, yeah. very dated.
0: It's like they show in the past since nineteen sixty seven, like now we're in the present, nineteen eighty nine.
1: Actually it's nineteen eighty seven. Oh yeah, true. But the movie came out in nineteen
0: eighty nine. That's why there's so many Jerry curls. There's
1: a lot of Jerry Curls. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um Yeah, I mean that's really like it's really it and it's not it doesn't like bother me too much. You know, a story like this usually is kind of like overly sentimental. That's kind of the style of the director, John G. Avildsen. A lot of his movies are kind of corny. I mean, the Karate Kid, yeah, is corny. Rocky's corny. Rocky's kind of corny. Um, there were aspects of this movie that kind of reminded me a little bit of Rocky Five. Uh, But this is way better than that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was a little worried since it's like a lot of kid actors, and I know how you feel about kid actors.
1: No, they're all good. Usually good. Usually hate them. They're all pretty good in this movie. Even the the little crackhead boy.
0: (laughs) Our favorite. Little fatty, fat crack.
1: (laughs) Fatty, fat, crack, crack.
0: (laughs) Um. Well, then, Lee, we're uh, gonna keep it short and simple. Like, what, 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 this, I'm gonna say, I'm disappointed. I thought this movie would blow you away a little more. Um, so now I'm gonna ask for my disappointment. What's your rating? Disappointment.
1: I mean, I, I still, I liked it.
0: I know, but I thought it'd blow you away.
1: Sorry, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't think it, I don't, it's not any kind of a masterpiece. I'm sorry. Disappointment. But I mean, it's it's a really solid movie. Uh, all, I mean, all the actors pretty much do a really good job. Um, that scene where they they visit that girl's mom, the one who uh, uh, who like initially like she's like I don't got no place to go. Yeah, <laughs> my mom don't want me, and they're like, well, all right, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out right now. And they go to her place, and then the mom like kind of tells like the story of, like, what she's going through. And it was, it was a really, like, compelling, dramatic scene. There's a lot of really good scenes like that. Nice. Um,
0: What's your favorite scene in the movie?
1: That probably was it. I was going to say. This is the one I was, like, the most riveted by.
0: Mm-hmm. So, no, you weren't saying much other than when you would notice someone you recognized.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's not, like, with the, I knew I wasn't really going to have anything to complain about with this movie. Um, there's things I can kind of tell maybe they might have embellished. Oh, yeah, you know, for sure. For the, tr- you know, since every movie that says it's based on a true story. They make
0: whoever they're basing it on look like a god.
1: That, or, you know, there's a certain, they combine characters. Certain, yeah, yeah. Serve uh, events. They take out events. They make up things. For drama, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like like at the end when they reveal the test results, I feel like that didn't that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, that probably no, that feels like a Hollywood. At least ending. not
1: the way that it did in the movie. No,
0: yeah. It feels like that's very Hollywoodesque.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure for The sure, timing for sure. would have to be so perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah. It's a really yeah, it's a Solid movie. You know, I didn't love it. Maybe as I think about it more, might improve.
0: No, usually with you it gets worse, but No. For my movies. No,
1: hmm. no that's you with my movies. No. Yeah, that's yeah, that is. Yeah. We discussed it last week. How like when we start talking about the movie? You're like, oh, oh I guess wait. that's you. I don't like it but that's
0: in the moment we're talking about I mean like cause you'll analyze movies after we've watched them like for weeks afterwards and then like come to like the terms like you know what i actually hate that (laughs) i just like
1: I don't think that's gonna happen with this movie no I don't either so I'm gonna give this movie 7 out of 10 I
0: was hoping to get a 9 out of 10 sorry <laughs> well, I got a couple other teacher movies to show you. We'll see if any of those—the I, I, Matthew Perry and the
1: <laughs> whatever her face—isn't gonna do it. But Hillary the swank.
0: the Reach Your kids might. Um, that King one's a little more dramatic. Stand and
1: deliver. Yeah.
0: And the acting's definitely better than this. No, uh, than the Matthew Perry and the Hillary
1: Swank. Hillary Swank one. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, I love this movie. It's a bit a little, it's kind of nostalgic a little bit, I guess, but not really. It's it's more nostalgic of like, I remember the time period when I only had like 10 deep movies and I just watched them over and over. Um, but I I think it's a solid movie. I really love it. I'm going to have to give this movie a good 9 out of 10. Like this is a, this is one of my like top movies. It's not top 10 but it's definitely in like the top like 20, 30. Um, it's just, ah, I just love Morgan Freeman's character so much. I just love him just busting ass and fucking taking no names. He doesn't give yeah. a fuck. He Like I just love characters that don't give a fuck, but they also care kind of.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a hard ass with a heart of gold.
0: Yeah. Um. But with that, I think I'm going to throw it over to Lee real quick. And he's going to be telling us what we we'll are watching next week. Boom, boom, boom,
1: okay. Pow,
0: pow, pow, you so 2008, I'm so 3,000 and late.
1: Yes, you are. So, uh, my choice for a movie uh, for the next episode uh, is uh, it's going to be a movie that actually is a more recent movie. Uh, I feel like we haven't really talked a lot about movies from this current decade. Have we done any movies in this decade yet? I think we've done one and it was a movie that you chose. And that movie was A Night Before Christmas. I don't think that was 2020. I think it was 2021, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember it
0: being COVID when I watched. I might have shown you that.
1: I don't know, yeah, it could have been like 2019. So yeah, I don't think we have done a movie from this current decade that we're in, the 2020s. Uh, but yeah, the movie that... Uh, 2019, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. So this will
0: be the first one, this christening. will
1: be the first movie of the 2020s that we'll be watching. And it's honestly, I'll say it right now, it's probably my favorite movie so far of the decade. Uh, it's a movie that not a lot of people have seen, um, but I think uh, hopefully in time more people will hear about it and they'll see it and uh, they'll recognize it for the great movie that it is. Uh, it's The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg's most recent film. How old is he? He's in his 70s. God, I, st- I feel like he should be in his 90s. He's been making movies for very for a long time. And this movie, uh, yeah, kind of tells that story a little bit. It is a semi, semi-autobiographical film. Uh, but, yeah, that will be the film that we discuss next week.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I'm sure we'll get a bunch of good Steven Spielberg factoids. Oh, yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. Hope you guys are looking forward to that. As always, please rate, review, and share the podcast. As we said in the beginning of the podcast, we'll say it now again. It really helps us out. Makes the algorithm gods happy. Makes us happy. Um, And it just, I mean, it'll make you guys happy in the long run. The more people watching this and getting more views we're getting, more interaction we're seeing with the podcast, the more motivated we're going to be to be pumping out these episodes, making extra content, maybe launching a Patreon eventually with some special super, super duper, like a special... Not super-duper, but like maybe an extra episode a month with the Patreon. You know, whatever. Let's see we go with D B bop Starts off with rating, reviewing, and sharing our podcast. Please and thank you. Um, a little shameless plug. Go follow our Instagram. It's not the worst movie or pod, where we always announce when the episode is out. You also can find the link to all the episodes, as you should know as you're listening to this. Uh, but if you want to recommend to a friend, it's easy to go to our uh, po- uh, our Instagram and send it right over, and the link's right in the bio. Uh, we're on Apple Podcast, Spotify, my Am- uh, Amazon Music, a couple little small ones like Podbean, Verbal. You know, we're probably on a bunch of little podcast things because they kind of just put you on those things without even asking you sometimes. Um, but as long as people listening to us, I don't care. Um Also, you'll find our own personal Instagrams link there. Please go to mine. You'll find my letterbox where you'll find all the movies I've watched and how I've reviewed them. I'm going to start getting into a little more of the written reviews. But for now, you can at least go see what I've rated them and if I've liked the film. Um, I've also got my own personal TikTok, my dog's TikTok, her Instagram, all that good stuff. You know, I'm almost 30. I'm a millennial. You know how it goes. I got the list all checked off. Uh, go follow Lee at his Instagram. Motivate him. Maybe we can get some cool movie reviews on his letterbox because he's a little bit more of a cinephile than me, so he'll be able to go a little more in-depth in these things. Um, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't sound very motivated, ladies and gentlemen. Leave in the comments. Maybe that might motivate him. Um, but we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We hope you have a great week, and we will see you next time. Um, bye.